Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode of the Fan Zone podcast. We're uh, we're looking forward to this one. Uh, Elias Kachunga will be on the way very, very shortly, and we are all looking forward to it. If you are too, get your comments uh, in the comment section, and we'll pick some out to uh, to ask him as we go through. It'll be joining my, com- my comments. My comments means questions. I think. Or you can yeah. just say anything you want and just throw it at him and see what happens. Absolutely, we'll uh, we'll pick <laughs> some out and we'll read them. He will be joining us very shortly. Um, in a David Wheater fashion, we've had some uh, technical difficulties, and uh, he'll be joining us pretty sharpish, we are assured. Um, yes, pods but... are the best. <laughs> yeah, especially indeed. professional footballers as well. Yeah, let us know how you're all feeling. Um, Catcher's not bald, he's not had an haircut, that's just that's just Chris, good old Chris. Yeah, took his toll on him when he left Bolton. <laughs> but yeah, let us know how you're all feeling, and let us know how you're feeling about the new signings. Obviously, we've had a few through the door now uh, in the form of two goalkeepers and a new right wing back uh, from Tramia. Let us know whether you're looking forward to to them getting started with us, uh, what you make of the signings so far and how you're feeling about the season. Obviously, fixture release is is tomorrow. Um, It's exciting times. Um, What do you go for? What do you look for first? First game of the season, Boxing Day, birthday. And last game. Um, last game. Yeah. Who are you looking forward to playing? Where do you want? Who do you want on what days? Let us know. Chris, how are you feeling about the upcoming season? Yeah, looking forward to it. I think um, the next week is going to be important in terms of new, more new personnel. Sorry, my chair's gone. Uh, more new personnel coming through the door because we're still a bit thin on the ground. Sorry, I'm still adjusting my chair. But, <laughs> Um, but no, off the back of that, trying to make himself look taller. I think so. <laughs> There's no care on the market that will help me in that respect, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I miss it badly. Obviously, weekends are not the same, so um, can't wait to get cracking again. Even looking forward to friendlies and stuff, international teams, and that Indeed. European teams. And how are you top. feeling? <clears throat> about the new season yeah what are you looking forward to sorry Ange, before you answer that before you answer that just tell the people who are joining because i'm watching this live and people are just joining 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 we're just not chatting about stuff we're just waiting for catcher just uh, yes he's, he's on his way yeah, for, for, for absolute transparency he's got a he's got a mac and he have to in order to use the streaming platform you have to have chrome chrome you can't use safari which is the default browser and he yeah. So he's downloading it. <laughs> hey, we're all about transparency here, people. You know what I'm saying? So that's the one. We're human, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. So I, I am aware. I, I, I'm 40 in August, so my mum's booked me a spa for the first for the first weekend of the season. So, I mean, Janet, I love you to death, but seriously. <laughs> Blackpool away first game of the season. You heard it it's going to be a good away or it's going to be a massive home. It's just, <laughs> I'm dreading knowing what it is. It needs to be some, it needs to be, I don't know, Port Vale or something. It just, <laughs> oh, Port, Vale, Port, Port Vale away in that sweat box like last season. That, oh, that was grim. That was grim. Where we were sat, there was actually a bird's nest above, <laughs> above us. Yeah, a bird's nest. <laughs> For those of you uh, who have just joined us uh, and are wondering 
why catcher isn't here yet. He's going to be with us shortly. Uh, just a few technical difficulties, but he'll be on his way as soon as he can. Is that um, lying to you, by the way, guys? No, we're well, not. It, it is coming, we promise. Yeah. It's not a um, ruse to get you all here. But thank you all for coming. Uh, we really appreciate it. There's, there's 35 of you, according to my screen uh, of you in the chat at the minute. So thank you all. Uh, we do appreciate it. Each and every one of you who is uh, is tuning in and taking the time out of your Wednesday evening to join us uh, is uh, it's much appreciated. Uh, if you haven't already, you can check us out on Spotify. Uh, so if you want to catch up on any old episodes that you might have missed, uh, there's a David Wheat special on there, uh, Marcus Harrison, uh, and of course the uh, the podcast after Wembley. Uh, some uh, some good watches for you. The launch of our new website is also live. So www.fansonpod.co.uk. You can find us over there, and you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the larks. Uh, there's no escaping us. We are everywhere. Um, we're getting, getting bantered on there on Twitter already. What oh, I am? At oh, least. really? What's going on? Come on! <laughs> Some people are saying it's just bloody clickbait because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was my idea that you won this shot to, to learn. I'm just having a laugh with you. It's not really coming. No, I'm joking, obviously. No, we just yeah. Miss you all so much, you see, with yeah, our, you know, that's laugh. Nothing Let's better. Get for a laugh. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, you can catch us all over. Um, catch us all over. Did you get that one? See what you did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, we are. We're out and about. Things that things are moving. Another announcement that I think is is only right to tell you. Uh, whilst we uh, just wait for Catcher, who'll be here shortly. Um, the podcast has has just announced some new sponsors. Um, so slowly over the coming days, you'll see more about that. If you haven't already seen though, uh, we are delighted to to announce that we are now sponsored by Eco Warm Windows. And right on time, we are joined here by Catcher, of course. So we will get him in. Oh, good go. evening. How good evening. Good, good. Yourself? Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. I'm great. Thanks. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you here. We really do appreciate you taking some time no out to, uh, to come and chat with us. Um, so those of you who are watching along at home, get your comments on and we'll pick some out. But without further ado, we will uh, we'll kick things off. Uh, so uh, we'll start things off. We have to ask because we've all been asking it all day. Is it Elias or Elias? No, it's Elias normally. Elias. Elias. Yeah. There we go. You, you learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's probably a bit too late now, Elias, that you're leaving us as well, and then we've eventually got your name right. Yeah, true, true. But anyway, everyone just called me Catcher or Catcher, so... Oh, what a relief. We'll go with Catcher. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll go with. Nah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, so we'll kick things off. Uh, our first question, we ask it to every guest that comes on, uh, and it's an all-important question. Um, so imagine you're you're waking up and you're fancying perhaps a full English or you know a, a pre-match breakfast. What are you? What's on your plate? What's what's the lineup looking like? For my full English or my pre-match? Uh, we'll no. go with a full English. We'll, we'll full English. Uh, scramble eggs. Nice. Um, beans, obviously toast. Um and then I like the crispy um not sausage um bacon 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 yeah I don't like the thick one so for me the thin one is okay yeah and yeah that's about it um 
Yeah, that's a you'll good be, English breakfast for me. You'll be able to have them very often, though, will you, Catcher? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I eat it now a few times as well at home because uh, my uh, fiance is English, so um, <laughs> she, she provides me with the, the proper <laughs> English kitchen. Good breakfast. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> a hearty breakfast to uh, to kick things off. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. It's a it's a solid lineup. In all fairness, we've yeah. had some uh, pretty romances on here. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 kick things off. Chris, do you wanna do you wanna lead yeah, the way? I'd love to. Yeah. So welcome, Catcher. Thanks for coming Thank along. Um, so first of all, I wanted to touch on your sort of international career. Um, Obviously, you came up through the ranks in Germany with the under-17s and then the under-21s. And then, obviously, you transitioned and, and switched to DR Congo. Was that a difficult decision and transition to make from the German ranks to DR Congo? You made your debut in 2017 against Kenya, mm. I believe. Was it difficult yeah. to change from Germany to DR Congo? It wasn't too difficult, to be fair. Um, obviously, I enjoyed my time in Germany. Um, yeah, going there to the ranks, to the national teams. Like you said, played from the under-15s, under-16s, uh, all the youth teams under to the under-21s. So, um, this was a really good experience. Obviously, Germany is a, is a big country and um, everyone knows how the youth system, uh, how good it is there. So, um, this was really good. But then I was on the point where... Yeah, obviously you're thinking about can you make the next step uh, as well, like to the the first team. Mm. Um, to that time, I saw it a little bit difficult uh, for me, and yeah, the national team from Congo came uh, to my dad and asked me, yeah, if I could think about it to play for them. Okay. And obviously, I have still family over there, so uh, for mm. me, more or less, was a was a no-brainer. I wanted to give mm. something back as well, like to this side of my family. Um, because they've been supporting me as well in my whole career and um, I've been there as well a few times um, and just like as well like to give the people there something back I was getting so many messages from people over there that I yeah, should join them and mm. um, yeah push their national team um, to that time it was still how should I say it, a bit like yeah not I wouldn't say like professional, professional, but I knew it a little bit different. Um, yeah, when you play in Germany or in Europe, so um, but yeah, it was it was a good experience when I went there with my dad. So he was helping me as well with the language a little bit because I don't speak the language, so I could understand a little bit when I was younger, mm. but I couldn't speak it. So uh, he was helping me, but there was as well like a lot of. Uh, players who played in England, uh, Yannick Bolassi or Cabano, who still playing at Fulham. So there have been like players that speaking English as well. And it was funny as well that the manager to this time spoke as well a bit German. So, uh, um, wow. yeah, so, yeah, so you could speak like, not like a fully conversation, but you could speak like some words. So, but he could speak English as well. So, um, no, it was a really good experience um, to see everything there um, as well, like to go to the country of my dad and to represent them so um yeah it was a really good time an honor an honor indeed yeah when, yeah really good when, when you were coming through the german ranks just for a bit of perspective during that time who were you competing yes. with in your position within the german team oh wow that's a good question obviously i think 
from the national team himself, I think there was not that many strikers who actually did it. Then uh, to the first. I think like Phil uh, Krug, uh, who is now went to the first team a bit later. Obviously, he didn't didn't do it that early. So um, yeah, he was there. Um, and then I think Lazoga was there. He was a bit right. older than me, but he was like around my age as well, like to go to the first team. So there'll be like a few few names, but obviously there've been as well, like the older players uh, still there, like uh, close and stuff, stuff like this. So wow. um, yeah, it was like a bit obviously competition. So, um, and I just thought like um, they came to me and asked me to play for them in Congo and yeah, I thought like it's the right step for me. I want mm. to experience as well something new. So um, yeah, I was happy with my decision. You know what, um, Podolski, he's a bit older than you though, and he'd been playing in your position as well. Yeah, probably he was there as well. Mm. Yeah. So there have been like a few few names and to this time Germany obviously was a really strong team. Um, yeah, and so I thought I'm like... I'm going to pressure you. Yeah. If, if Congo were playing Germany, who obviously yeah. we know is going to win that game, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who would you who would you want to win? Uh, oh, it's a hard question. Hard question. I think <laughs> I would be neutral this day. You can't. Just like, Come on. Yeah, see, just have to enjoy it. Obviously, I think I would like. Would be nice to see Congo win the game. Yeah. I think this would like. We'd be really yeah, well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole country. Great. So I like to get a good push and. Um, now, obviously, it's now as well. I think they have a good run right now, um, being really close to qualify for the AFCON. So um, I think over the years, especially like with players like me and as well then other players who played in Europe and had like two countries to choose um, mm -hmm. and then choose Congo, I think this helped as well, like a lot of players right now uh, to say, okay, I play for the African uh, team or and just, yeah, yeah help, just, help these countries just make it a bit more competitive i would imagine yeah. wouldn't it for obviously yeah 100% because you there obviously there's a lot of players who know playing like as well like for big big countries like even if it's england france and all this stuff and they make them as well really strong but um, i can understand obviously if you can play like for a country like england or france and you you grow up the whole time in in this country then i think you should play as well for this country yeah. but yeah, obviously, if you have uh, a second choice and you have as well like a, a strong bondage with with this uh, country or a strong connection, then um, it's as well good to play for it. So obviously, you spent most of your your younger years learning your trade in Germany. When you made that transition to English football, what did you notice were the main differences? And then obviously, with Dapo doing the reverse, do you think he'll yeah. fit in well with that? How do you think you'll get on? Yeah, obviously, first of all, for me, the language is something different, obviously. <laughs> so I, I didn't spoke really well English. So I came and I could understand most of the things, but speaking-wise, it was like... Is it accents more than anything? It's hard to... Some of us have got quite mm, strong accents. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it wasn't like... To be fair, when I came over, then I just realised how many different accents there are in England. <laughs> Obviously, when I was before, like in Germany, I thought, okay, English, everyone's just speaking the same. But uh, then <laughs> I came over and then I hear like, ah, oh, okay, this guy is speaking like this. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> so this was 
at the beginning obviously a bit difficult but i think like just in general like to speak everyday english you have as well like different like football wise like different words what you use on the pitch so mm -hmm. this was as well something new to learn and then just like to communicate with with the boys and everyone around you so um this took me a little bit uh to get get into it because i didn't use a teacher as well so i think i had one lesson with a teacher with a teammate but then it was a bit like we it's just quite, thought like yeah, yeah it's, quite, we, it's quite it's quite normal for like german people to watch a lot of like american tv programs and pick up yeah. the language that way yeah but is the thing is now the thing is in germany they translate all the the movies so this oh, was funny for me as well so some actors i didn't even know that how they speak in like the original <laughs> like language you know so they dub it they dub the actors they don't just yeah. put subtitles oh, okay yeah so this yeah so this is a bit like because yeah germany they translate everything so it's a bit different than and i think in holland netherlands they just have subtitles so mm. they watch the movies in their original uh, language and then just have like some subtitles so um yeah, so this was different, and then obviously, yeah, like the game is it's a different game. It's a bit more physical, um, as well. Like the way the training sessions are. Obviously, I had like at the beginning a German coach, but still he was influenced as well. Like from the fitness coaches, they've been already here in England, and they told him as well. Like a few things you just have to do different, uh, especially with the amount of games. So um, yeah, this was a change for me, and. Um, I think now for Dapo, I think it's a bit different. Obviously, you have as well like different days where you play. You don't have that many English weeks where you have like three games uh, in a week. So um, I think probably like maybe it's a bit easier for him because at the beginning it's not that um, yeah, hectic and everything. But then the training sessions is as well a bit different. I don't know if they changed it now in Germany as well like with the training times, but. I was always used to train like two sessions in the week, like three o'clock. So at the same time you play at the weekend. Uh, okay. So this is as well a bit like something different, obviously. Then you have the whole morning and then a bit later training and then you a bit later home. So they're like a few different things, but yeah, I really enjoyed it when I came over, like to see something new and yeah, see a different culture. Yeah, from from a football perspective, though, you, you obviously want to play as, as many games as you as you can, don't you? I guess so. It's, yeah. You know, playing more games is definitely not a bad thing, is it? If you're coming over to England from from Germany. No, hundred percent. Obviously, we came so then we had a few other German players as well, and yeah, you're just here, and then everything goes so fast, and um, obviously we have been lucky. We had like a really good time in this year, and everything went really smooth uh, for me personally as well. So this makes everything as well a bit easier i can yeah. imagine if it's Very not simple. that easy yeah if if you don't have a good start then uh, you wish maybe there would be a bit more time between the games but um yeah for yeah, me it was true. really well and so far i really enjoy my time over here is that is that you saying so far because you might not be staying here is that what you're saying not far? no 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 <laughs> I had, yeah, so right now I don't really know um, where we go. Um, there's like a few options, but um, yeah, we're really early in the transfer window. I think the transfer yeah. window just opened up last week. So um, yeah, I know now a bit how it will go. We'll take a bit time to find as well the right place. And um, 
yeah, I just have to see now what's the right thing for me, my family. I've got a question for you. Yeah. And I, I hope you answer this how I, how I would answer it. But if, if, yeah. you, if you ended up in League One and yeah. you played against us, would you, if you scored, would you celebrate? Golly. No, I don't think oh. so. Is <laughs> I think it's it's too soon to, to celebrate. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, I would yeah. be happy. But um, I think out of respect um, and my good time at Bolton, um, I, I wouldn't celebrate now. So that's a very we would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously with, with regards to like you moved to England, did, did, was it a culture shock at all? Or was it, you know, did you find Yeah, like it? I said, like a few things obviously as well, like the breakfast, obviously at the beginning when I came and I saw like there's just like scrambled eggs, toast and beans uh, for breakfast and porridge. Um yeah, you don't know this from Germany. Like in Germany, you have like, like proper, like I would say, like proper bread and different kind of bread. Then you have like cheese, like salami, and it's just like a different breakfast, you know. Mm. Um, so this obviously was something different, but you get used to it. Like, if if you want to, yeah, to adapt to a new country, uh, you have to try these things, and yeah, now I really love it. Um, always happy when I have my scrambled legs on toast uh, with some beans on love the side. It, so, love uh, Heinz beans. <laughs> yeah, Heinz beans. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, nah, really like it. And um, yeah, just like the other small things like training sessions, games. Um, I swear the stadiums. Um, I really like the stadiums over here because like there's like a lot of, I would say like old fashioned stadiums with a lot of tradition um i really like this as well like the small stadiums uh, the supporters are really close mm. and and the atmosphere is well different obviously the fan culture is different in germany there you have like i don't know how to explain it but there in the games they're like singing the whole time and have like their songs and it's like mm. just a different atmosphere and like in england sometimes you can have as well maybe like five minutes where it's a bit more quiet mm. but then always when like yeah situations going forwards and you hear like all the seats going up and like mm -hmm. you get like this excitement as well on the pitch so um yeah totally something new and um yeah we really like it as a player is that away game atmosphere as intense as it is as a fan so obviously when you stood with just in one stand as away supporters yeah. it's quite an in it can be quite an intense atmosphere so do you pick up on that as a player yeah, for sure. Obviously, especially when you're young, you don't really realize, especially when you play just in the academy games and you just play at training grounds, you don't really yeah, realize how different sometimes different stadiums are. So, um, yes, as well here in England, there are like some stadiums, they're really tight and really small. And um, yeah, the atmosphere can be sometimes a bit more more heated because like you have the supporters so close and they can shout uh, whatever they want. So, um, but I always liked it if it's as well like a small stadium with yeah a lot of tradition there and the the people are quite close to the pitch because um yeah it makes everything a bit more exciting and um yeah pushes you as well and sometimes I like as well just like to engage with the people um in the stands. Yeah. Do you have a favorite away ground catcher? In, in obviously you're gonna have Premier League ones because you played in the Prem, didn't you? But like in League yeah. One, have you got a, a favorite away ground? Um, 
obviously I think like last season like when we played against Sunderland I think Sunderland um I, I no I didn't play there before so this was a yeah, really nice stadium obviously to play in as well we had like good away support um there support was packed as well so I think this was a really good game there um so apart from this um had a no, I think like Sunderland is one of them. Stadium was uh, was standing out, yeah. Impressive, isn't it? So obviously you sort of enjoyed your time learning the English game and, and the changes that came with that. But how specifically? How was your time at Huddersfield? How did you get on there? Obviously, that was your your first move to England. It started with a loan, and then that that became permanent. Um, how yeah. did you find Huddersfield? How was that time for you? Oh, amazing. Um, I can just just positive things then how to see like from the first day the way the people around the the club um yeah just welcomed me with open arms um I think this was really good especially when you come from a different country and um everything is new for uh, for you so this helped really like yeah the people just around the the club as well like the staff and um, everyone was so good and then yeah, obviously makes easier to settle in, and then, yeah, the first year obviously, especially was amazing how we played the season, have then promotion and Wembley, Wembley so traditional as well. Like in my first year in England, can play in Wembley and, uh, yeah, go straight to the Premier League uh, was like a dream. Obviously, um, couldn't realize it as well like at the beginning, and then the second year as well with uh, playing in the Premier League biggest league uh, in the world uh, with small Huddersfield um, and have there as well like amazing start straight away I think like after the yeah, first game or second game we've been top of the league so <laughs> so this wasn't too bad um, with a good start and yeah as well like the years after as well obviously was then the second year was a bit more difficult in the in the league um, wasn't that good but yeah, if you look back and sometimes in the situation you forget it a little bit, but uh, if you look back, you've been with Huddersfield for two years in the Premier League, biggest league with the smallest budget and you could play against all these big teams. And um, I think there we achieved really something big and um, yeah, it was a really good time to look back at. Who was your, who was your most difficult opponent in the Prem? Can you think back? Defenders, obviously. Um, most difficult... I think Man City or Liverpool, especially Liverpool as well to this time was like on the rise up um, with their game. Mm. So, um, yeah, there you could feel 100% yeah, the intensity as well, like when you play against these uh, teams as well, like the way they press and everything and the time on the ball is, is not that long and you always have to think like two, three steps ahead. Um, and then especially in these games as well, like you sometimes sit so deep because there's so much pressure from these players but um, I really enjoyed it to play against these players you can see as well sometimes yeah, where your level is and um, where their level is and you can see the difference sometimes why they're maybe on this top top level um, and yeah what you need sometimes to work on it to to come uh, close to this level so um, yeah it was really good experience for me personally and to see this as well because yeah I think not everyone is making it sometimes this far to go to this level and see this week in and week out. Yeah. Did it help having um, a German manager at Huddersfield at the time? 
Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, because obviously, at the beginning as well, you can speak a lot with the manager, and uh, he can tell you as well like a lot of things about yeah, the system and how he wants to play. So this makes it much easier. Um, I was lucky that the coach as well was uh, already I think six months or seven months before this at the club, and I was like constantly in contact before I came to Huddersfield to him, so he could explain me as well before that already about the system and everything. So. This was making everything easier for me. And um, yeah, but then as well, like, I think the group of German guys who came over was as well really good mm. because we've been, everyone was really open minded and uh, yeah, I wasn't scared to speak to the English boys because sometimes I can probably understand as well. Like, for the English guys, it wasn't easy if you have, like, I think at the start, we've been like six, seven German guys coming in your club and uh, as well uh, the gaffer is German and is changing so many things for the yeah. boys because um, we train we had as the gaffer tried as well to do the training the three o'clock sessions and stuff and was for the German guys it was something normal like, used to it, yeah. like oh, yeah. we've been used to it but mm. if I would think now back or like to do it now again I would probably at the beginning as well really struggle with changing your whole routine and daily life to just like the training session at three o'clock because yeah the german uh, the english boys at the beginning being sometimes obviously moaning because they're saying like ah, always the sessions the whole day is mm. is finished some boys as well like because i didn't know living sometimes a bit more further away because i want to live at home so these are just like different mm. things as well like to germany there you used to live quite close to the training ground and yeah here in england sometimes someone can live like an hour an hour 15 yeah. away because you stay with your family because as well like the distances are a bit yeah. different than in germany so they're like i said like a few different things but yeah. it's things as well though isn't it like obviously they might have kids might they and obviously they might want to get yeah. back after school and put the kids up and all that type yeah of stuff. yeah yeah so they that had is... to actually change the whole whole life to yeah, yeah. to football or like to different uh yeah coach and mentality but yeah the good thing obviously we we've been like successful so um if you win games and like you have a really good run in the league then everything's a bit easier and yeah probably you believe a little bit more as well into it so um yeah but if i look back now i can understand if yeah a few boys uh yeah had problems at the beginning so thinking about your obviously your, your time with us at Bolton, how did the how did the move come around, and was it a difficult decision to uh, to join the team at Bolton? Um, obviously, I knew Chris uh, from Huddersfield. Yeah. Uh, he worked there before. He was a video analyst. Um, always, yeah, been really good with him. Um, so then he texted me. Yeah, quite early after my contract was finished uh, with Sheffield Wednesday. So he slid into uh, your DMs then, did he catch you? No, no, no. He had my, <laughs> no, nah, he got my number from uh, from uh, the old assistant because they've been still in, uh, in touch. So, uh, yeah, he slid into my WhatsApp, you could say. Um, yeah, yeah, ask me, yeah, or like I was to that time, I think, on vacation. So we just did like a Zoom meeting. He showed me everything about the club, the way they want to play. Um, yeah. And I said like, 
to that time, yeah, I still need a bit of time because it was quite early in the transfer window. And like mm. there being like a different offers. And um, yeah, after I think like two or three weeks, uh, there been like different options, but yeah, nothing really was like where I said like, okay, should I do it? Or mm. like, because I have been as well, like a few things abroad. And um, yeah, then I just called him again and said like, well, let me meet the gaffer. Um, and then let me speak with him and then uh, we can see if we can do it or not uh, because I like to stay as well like in this area mm -hmm. um, like always this area so um, yeah just let's meet and see what happened then meet the gaffer had a really good talk um, he showed me the stadium um, and the, the training ground after um, liked it and yeah and then was more or less like with my family decided to just do do this to go in League One, go to Bolton, a big big club who's on the rise again, uh, to go up and um, yeah, it was a more or less like a decision against like maybe more money uh, abroad and uh, and decision for yeah just like helping a club and um, yeah have they're like a, a different um, could I say like journey or like different experience again to try something new. I'm trying to think back, Captured. you have to excuse my ignorance. Had you, yeah. Did you play against us before, before you joined us? Um, no, I was actually injured, but um, I think it was a cup game when, yeah. Huddersfield play, when we played it with Huddersfield and I was injured and I watched the game actually from the stand. So I just realised, to be fair, when I came to the stadium that I'd already been here. So <laughs> I thought like, oh. <laughs> I thought like I thought like ah yeah I thought like I already been here watch the game but I was just injured but I watched the game here so um, deja vu. no was it deja vu yeah are you um before before you join a club like Bolton yeah. and, and Huddersfield as well to an extent yeah. obviously they're, they're an old football club themselves are you yeah. kind of aware of the history of the clubs before you join them or do you kind of do your research afterwards. If you, no, if, quite. If you, didn't, if you research at all, obviously. Yeah, no, no. Did obviously quite my, my research. Obviously looked up and um, Huddersfield was a bit, was a bit more because obviously the gaffer was the whole time with me uh, in contact, so you could see a little bit more. But then as well about Bolton, Chris was t telling me a lot of things um, how the club is now operating and um, why they end up uh, in the lower leagues and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, what just their plans are and. Obviously, I knew Bolton, like the name, obviously, tells you something, you know, like back in the days with Okocha and all these big players, you know about Bolton. But yeah. then it was just like a freshen up. Obviously, then you see the stadium and, um, you know, okay, this is uh, a club who normally belongs with the stadium a, a few leagues higher. Because you, obviously you're, from, you're of African descent, so JJ is right above Chris's left shoulder. Is yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. 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 You'll, you'll obviously, as an African boy, I'm sure you would have obviously yeah. known all about JJ, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So the way he played, everyone knew about him. I think um, he played obviously in Germany as well, so I could yeah. see yeah. Uh, see him there as well. Um, but now Bolton, like back in the day, is a massive, massive club, and yeah, hopefully uh, the club goes back to this glorious days. Fingers crossed. Are we going to some viewers' questions now, Ben? Yeah. 
So um, yeah, we'll, we... uh, we've got some questions from the viewers that we, we thought we'd ask as well. Um, yeah. So over on our Twitter, people have been sending in their, their, their requests to ask you and, uh, and things obviously in the live chat that we'll pick up on. Um, so yeah, feel free to take those away. So really open-ended question, but a good one. Your best memory of your time at Bolton? Yeah, obviously, I think like Wembley, I think it's like a big thing. Um, the whole day um, that we won the, the game as well. Um, yeah, I think just like the the whole experience there, Wembley again, winning a game, score a goal as well, like in front of the home supporters, um, I think couldn't get better. And the, the timing of your goal as well, Capture, that was... Yeah, as well, the timing. Like, to be fair, like, in the game, I didn't really realise that it was that quick after the halftime, yeah, so... Really I um, still was on the concourse. I hadn't even got back yeah. to my seat yet. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a common thing with Angela, Catch. Always, yeah. always. Yeah, always, yeah. always going game. for the drinks, yeah. <laughs> Nah, like in the game, I didn't even realize that it was that quick. So um, when I watched the game back uh, a few days after, then I just realized how quick the goal was after halftime. And um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I think, I'm like, gonna go off scripts here. I've got to ask you. Yeah. What was, what was going through your mind? So obviously it was a, a misdirected throw-in. It broke it broke to you. Clean run yeah. on goal. And you've got that expectation. You've got what thirty. Yeah. 34,000 Bolton fans behind that goal. Yeah. What goes through your head? Be honest as you want. What goes through your head at that moment in time? I don't know if it's for everyone, but for me, it's like, uh, it's more like instinct. Obviously, there I was more concentrating like to get my first three touches right because obviously the ball was a bit like in the air, a bit bubbly. So yeah. I was just like trying to get like the right control. And then at the end, it was just like for me, to find the right time um, to shoot on goal and to get it in the corner. And yeah, after I just saw the ball went in, mm. obviously like crazy in front of the supporters, <laughs> seeing everyone um, in front of you. And um, yeah, unbelievable. I think uh, really lucky to have this moment. Yeah, thank you. Every, every, everything everything you, you work towards, when it captures a football, I would imagine, like all, all the years of training and the driving everywhere. Yeah. And then them moments are exactly what you crave, I guess. Yeah, hundred percent. As well, like um, everyone knew before that um, it was maybe a bit like a sticky situation for me, um, where yeah, I was getting maybe a bit stick uh, from a few people um, around the club. But yeah, I think then this moment, and then as well, like especially the goal against Aki um, in the mm -hmm. semi-final. I think these are moments. Where you work for and as well like yeah where you dream of as well like sometimes when it doesn't work that well in the situation um to come out on top again and i worked really hard um mm -hmm. to come to that moment and um yeah then as well the Wembley goal um obviously after i went then uh, to the stands because my family was there um and these are the moments here yeah, where you live for um my family is always behind me especially in these hard times and um, to give them as well like this joy um, yeah uh, makes me every day happy yeah love it love it great answer so it kind of sums football up that though doesn't it how you can go through mm. like ups and downs and then come out on the other end and yeah 100% obviously everyone got like his his own 
like like view on on players how they should play and everyone likes some players more or less um you see it even at, uh, top level like uh, there have been like even some people saying like bad things about Haaland when he didn't score straight away that much or like he scored but he wasn't involved that much in the game and if you <laughs> there's like sometimes where you think like okay how is it possible that they even people like speaking bad about Haaland if he's scoring goals and goals and they're saying like he's he doesn't fit into the system of Man City so um yeah but these situations are sometimes as well not easy obviously if um but as a footballer unfortunately um you have to go through this but uh, yeah if you come out at the head end you learn a lot unfortunately you have to go through them situations but fortunately you're in a position where you can re rectify it and, and put people to prove people yeah 100 obviously uh, i don't regret it um to go through because was making me again stronger as a person um so, you see as well like which people around you staying behind you as well in these yeah. situations um yeah, I know your so, friends are. yeah. yeah you know who your friends oh, are and as well like who's for supporting you in, in that moment so um, no no this was really good not to blow my own trumpet catcher but you can if, if you ever want to you can watch back some of our podcasts and i was staying yeah. up every single week yeah well done well done just not to blow my own trumpet but, yeah, yeah really good now obviously i was getting as well like i think i posted as well something where i said i was getting so many positive messages as well like long messages uh where I couldn't even like reply to all of them, no. but I tried to reply to a few to just say like um, how how much it was meaning to me because um, I could really see like how people putting effort in to text me and um, yeah to to send me a nice message and uh, tell me all these good things. So um, this was helping me hundred percent as well. I suppose that as a as a footballer, you'll obviously have a support network behind you that, that helps you get through those patches. But obviously, the fans yeah. will as well. But in terms of sort of the, the group as a whole at Bolton, how did they sort of rally around you? And from your time there, do you think you've picked up any sort of friends for life? Um, that one was sent in by Abid and Leslie. It's a, it's a great yeah. question. It leads on quite nicely. Um, do you reckon you have any, no, any friends for life? I'd like, no, I'd like fully support. Um from the team always um and as well like when i left now i was getting such nice messages where i didn't even thought that i was getting like this many messages from boys where they even said to me like they've been learning a lot from me and always liked uh the way i've been to them always straightforward and uh, and real and um this is why i always try to be like real and straightforward and um yeah, just a nice person and trying to help you. It doesn't matter if you play on my position or not. I'm trying to help uh, everyone in the team uh, to get better. And so this was making me really happy. And then in the team, there's like a few boys. Um, I've just been like on vacation with uh, Kieran Sattler and his missus. Um, we just met them on vacation and been a few days with them. Um, but before that... Um, uh, Reeks, so Ricardo or Baka, I've been like a lot with them, but then as well, like I went sometimes for drinks with Gav, MJ. So there have been like so many dams. I could tell you so many guys where, yeah, I just did something as well outside football with them. 
um, and been like sometimes messaging still with them. So um, there mean a few boys who have been still in contact and um, yeah, still supporting them uh, as well, like for the next season. Then hope that they have a good season. Did um did Sab sadly want you with him to look after his little kid because he's had a little kid, and he's gonna we do yeah, all the yeah. duties and stuff. Yeah, so I had to do a little bit of babysitting, getting used already to have a baby. Really? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No, obviously it was a good time with them. Um, yeah. With the little one, um, it's nice to see little family, and um, yeah, had a was a good time. Yeah, not working hard over there. I noticed you were doing some, some tr a lot of training, a lot of um, yeah. I guess close season. Fitness yeah, I'd like well. yeah, I'd like um, two weeks where I was just like um, went back as well to Germany um, to see my family, and then obviously for me it's every year the same. I go on vacation, but trying to stay fit um, and just to do something on the side as well, like to don't lose too much and uh, yeah, to just stay in the flow. Yeah, you can you can relax and drink this stuff when you retire. Yeah. Can't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. So going back to the um, viewers' questions, yeah, um, one here from Brandon. I think you've touched on it before. You you comment about Sunderland, but sort of summarizing your, your career at Bolton. Mm. Is there a, a, a sort of standout? Um, kind of away following so an away game that we played mm. where the fans you know it was just that there was just something special about it obviously Wembley will spring to mind but is there a, any yeah. other games that you can think of that where it was really special for you in terms of the the Bolton away support there's so many obviously we had like I think over the two years such a great support I think like <laughs> nearly every away game was like sold out so yeah. um been like so many good games i couldn't even tell you now one in particular because there have been so many great away days where we had and such a great support so it's hard to pick one i think the the reason why that that question gets asked catcher because obviously yeah. as football fans especially one of a club of our stature we kind of pride ourselves on you know okay. away following you get what i mean yeah yeah it's obviously why that question get kind of yeah gets yeah asked. No, I can't even like because I think that, like I said, every nearly every game was like sold out always, and we had such a gr great support. Even some games when we even lost the game, so we had such a great yeah. support uh, from you guys. So um, you can yeah, ask Chris you... about the away season ticket. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> probably best not. Chris, Chris, gets, Chris gets his tickets early because he's got an away season ticket. Yeah. The rest of ah, the okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. It's a bit of an in joke. You're in on the joke now, Catcher. So, yeah. you know, when I go to my grave, I know that I can always have that to look back on and say, you know what? <laughs> he was yeah. in on the joke. But how is it um, to be fair for support? Is it sometimes as well like nicer to have like uh, a away game? Like, because I don't know, sometimes I have the feeling like away, it's like bouncing sometimes, yeah, maybe as well a it, bit more than home. I think yeah. it, I think it's like it went at home, it's like a, I don't know, you compare it to a comfy pair of slippers, you, you're used yeah. to it, it's it's familiar surroundings. You've got and, your seat. Yeah, you've yeah, got your little okay. place and your little routine yeah. and what have you. But when you go away, obviously it's a new environment. The, the kind of, uh, the emphasis is on the away supporters to really, 
lift you guys and get behind yeah. you, make more noise, be a yeah. bit more vocal and what have you. Um, and it makes for a, a better atmosphere. I, personally okay. speaking, I, I really do prefer away games because it, you know, it's maybe two days of a, yeah, a yeah. of an adventure and oh, okay. the game obviously in the middle of it. And it's, I just find it, I find it personally, I find it a lot more enjoyable going to away games. Yeah, you, t- you tend to, oh, okay. um, you tend to have a, obviously more nerves as well, catcher as an away fan okay. going away from home. Yeah, there's, less, yeah. there's a little bit less expectation on your way from home than yeah. there is at home, you see. So naturally, okay. that kind of riles you a little bit to, to be more more vocal, if that makes sense. You also, oh, okay. drink, you also drink more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine, yeah. Hand in hand. Eight o'clock. So what, was, so what was the best uh, away game for you guys? Well, well I'm, I'm turning around, so... Yeah, it's difficult. For, for me, it's a bit difficult to ask answer that catcher because, like... I, I'm luckily enough, lucky enough to be of an age where I've travelled the whole country watching both in the Premier League and Europe and all yeah, types. Yeah. So it's hard. But personally, my favourite away game is or was Sheffield Wednesday Hillsborough. Um, oh, okay, okay. Because it's it's an old stadium, but yeah. has that feel. But yeah, it's a big stadium and it's covers enjoyables and away yeah. fan. So mm. that's mine. But yeah, hello guys. <laughs> You put the question on me. The hard <laughs> questions. No. It's tricky. It's tricky because <laughs> we love limbs, don't we? So I mean, I, I really. So the first half of um, Aki away in the Papa John's was yeah. was dull. It was the, oh, there was no atmosphere. It was terrible. We were all nervous, I think. And then yeah. just the limbs when you scored, it was like it was. I loved that. I loved. Mm. I just love limbs. Ajay. It was like, yeah. Especially it was like, obviously, Aki is as well like special situation with they're putting like yeah, the way fans on, on like yeah all yeah on but one was, side and they half of the stadium is literally bored and supporters. It, it, it was like those you know those TikTok videos where they get a bottle of Coca Cola and they pour Mentos in the top of it. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> it, 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 it that's it. That's what it was like in there, Ange, wasn't it? It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's always yeah. difficult as well, Catcher, when you go to a stadium that's not got a roof because the atmosphere oh, is oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The sound just travels out and it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's go on, Ben, do you want to go next? Uh, for me. Ben, ben doesn't get to go to many because his missus don't let him, so you'll oh, have to. You'll have to get that in there, didn't you? You have to get that in there. Um, aside from Wembley, as, as sort of the obvious one, for me, yeah. Derby away. Uh, this season, even though we lost the atmosphere. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh it was mental, I loved it. It was such a great yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True, true, true. That for me is a standout. Because um, I mean, you know, I've been and watched Bolton away, and that's a great feeling. But to still have that that great feeling after your team's, you know, lost, but still put in a shift, and yeah. the fans were all all there for the same thing. It, yeah, that that for me takes. No, the top true, spot. true. Derby was good as well because I think like. The Bolton supporters and the Derby supporters being like engaging each other, mm-hmm. so really it was close, like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so it was really close, and like both sides being really like singing really loud as well. Like, nah, but yeah, it's Derby what, was what, a really good. It's what we consider as like two proper football clubs. Do you get what I mean? Like two yeah. big yeah, clubs true. going at it yeah. type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Why that that kind of happens really, catcher? Yeah, the it's people, really good. 
A couple of yeah. people in the chat have put Peterborough away. Well, it's mine. Oh, hang on a minute. Is that yours, thunder. Oh, You're stealing the thunder. This is mine. This, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and yeah, and I'm seeing the comments coming down and, and I think it was like, on it from, I think somebody mentioned that, Marty mentions in the chat that it mm. was unexpected. So this is the away game at Peterborough where we where we won a, we, we won a, obviously a pivotal, massive game for the club in terms yeah. of our history. And we won five nil. It was yeah. a, a full away end. It wasn't expected. Peterborough obviously finished the season in the playoffs as we did. So we were we were vying for position with each other all the way through. So yeah. to go away and it was just such a complete performance, team, fans, everything was just right, everything just lined up, and it just really proved what what we've achieved as a, as a team when it all comes yeah. together and to beat a team yeah. like that 5-0 at home and the, the fans were amazing as obviously yeah. as the team was great day for me you must have yeah, um, sure. you, you must have given Rico a bit of banter after him scoring two goals like yeah you were for a couple of weeks on fire <laughs> like, every, every corner he was touching the ball so uh, <laughs> no, he, had, he had a good period there yeah and yeah. um, so going back to um players as opposed to fans um yeah. is there somebody in the dressing room who's that kind of cheerleader and that morale booster is there someone who picks you all up if you're a bit down or if you go in losing um obviously i was probably one of them um that's concerning the fact that you've left Obviously, Dan came uh, came a bit later to us, but he was always really bubbly and um, yeah, was always like funny to listen to this guy. Um, he looks like a really bouncy guy. He looks like a like a do you know yeah, like, Dan. like puppies when they when the no no Dan. Dan. Oh, Dan yeah 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 yeah. So he was always um, really funny. Obviously, Baka left. He was uh, he was as well um, one of them guys always. Um, yeah, I think this are like the main dressing room, the, dressing room is dead now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, that, there's like some other guys that will step up now for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. Rico like as a captain catcher? Obviously, he's um, not, he doesn't come across as the most vocal, is he? Or are we yeah, yeah, no, no, in the team, he's uh, he's quite vocal. Um, probably like at the beginning, obviously, it's like as well, like for him. It was something new um, to be the captain as well. I came like a bit like quick and as a surprise um, at the beginning, maybe with the whole situation before. Um, but no comment, no comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, but no, I think like he did now over the the two years really well. I think you could see as well like his uh, progress and. How he handled things and um, yeah, how he developed into this yeah captain um, of Bolton and I think he's doing really job, really good job. His he performance obviously man. on the pitches is very really good and um, now nah, he's uh, keeping everyone really good together. Yeah, it's impressive, impressive. Um, dress sense catcher. We've had a question about dress sense. <laughs> Who's the who's the who's the worst? Be honest. But you've um, left. It. It don't matter now. You've left, so you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, to be honest, 
for I think uh, for myself, I would say like I have a quite good dressing sense. Um, I think Trev was sometimes questionable. I would say, I think he's still a young boy um, who is who is trying to find his style. Um, so, um, really yeah, this was sometimes. It. It. Yeah. Do you yeah, this was. Do you reckon Traff will look back in like 10 years when he's playing for City and think, what the hell were I wearing? Yeah, 100%. I think like he, he will he will understand in a few years uh, and say like, okay, maybe this was not the best combination. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, yeah, Traff was up there. Maybe Jon sometimes, questionable. Ooh, Jan. Um, What's the new one? Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Like... I is think like Trev. That's a German Scandinavian beef you've got going on there with Jon. Nah, 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 nah. Jon, nah, nah, nah. Jon, really lovely guy, really lovely yeah. guy, but not everyone can have the the best dressing sense. <laughs> <laughs> the next, the next question um, yeah. was mine from a viewer, but I, I'm I'm not entirely certain about how appropriate it is. So yeah. I'm going to gonna flip it a little bit. And I'm going to, okay. there was something I wanted to ask you about from last season. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was one of the, I don't know, it, I think it was a really, really sort of pivotal moment of the season and it was really quite emotional. And that was yeah. after the Papa John semi-final um, at Accrington, um, there was a video on social media of Ian Ever speaking to you. Um, he touched on obviously some challenges that you'd faced personally and how important you were that night and how important it was to you to sort of get through that that bad time. So it was really to ask about that because it, it was clearly a, a very personal moment how the gaffer dealt with situations like that and how you felt at that time in terms of obviously some of the challenges which were going on in your life before the game and for, for a little while by all accounts. Yeah. Uh, about the situation, uh, everyone knew uh, what happened in one game. Um, but yeah, like obviously my family is in Germany. I'm really close to them um, to that time. Um, my parents didn't didn't really well, um, and I didn't really had time to go there. They didn't really wanted me as well, like to worry too much. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you're really close to your your parents and you know them, um, yeah, you can feel that they're right now not not that well, um, and yeah. Then obviously to that time maybe I was sometimes as well not hundred percent happy as well like how I was playing and. They're like different things, like what come them together, and um, yeah, unfortunately, that day was then a little bit too much. The the guy um, came really under my skin. Um, unfortunately, had not too much help as well, like from the referee before. But um, that's not an excuse. Mm. Um, yeah, was was not the the best situation, obviously, for me. Um, but. Yeah, these are things sometimes uh, what happened in life um, after this. Um, I had the time to take a bit off, uh, see yeah. my parents, uh, was making sure that they are good. And um, yeah, came then as well, like with a fresh mind because obviously you have conversations as well with your, your parents. They are in Germany. 
um, just seeing then what happened. And obviously, yeah, there can be as well like some tears can yeah, come out as well. Like if you yeah. speak your, to your parents and they they ask you what what happened, this is not you. Like we mm. don't know you like this. You never did something like this in your whole career. Mm. You been like had like guys like this before who were trying like to go under the skin, but you never reacted like this. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it was open conversation with my, my parents. Then obviously my missus as well. Um, yeah, who's obviously like said, uh, if if you read all all the stuff on social media no. um, about uh, your man and obviously it's, it's not nice, but no. yeah, um, this is part of life. Um, I had to had to work really hard. Um, was lucky that I had as well like a team where I had like a lot of support because they mm. know this not not me as well. Like yeah. after the game, I straight away apologize. Obviously, uh, halftime, but as well like um, after the game, um, obviously was making sure that in that game um, because I was still on the pitch, like to give everything for the team to keep to keep the result that we win. So mm. um, was happy then that we obviously won. Um, Dion reacted as well really well because he knew um, that on the pitch um, I was making the referee aware that it was a different way how it should should go. So yeah, um, yeah. and then all these things come together and then to work really hard. Then after I was suspended, um, then luckily to to get this game. Then as well like in the cup um, was obviously as well like probably a bit lucky that some other guys couldn't play this game. Yeah. Um, but I trained really well the week before. Was happy to to get the trust from the gaffer and as well like from my teammates um, because they know how hard I work and how much I always give for this team. So um, to give yeah. them them in that moment something back. Yeah. With such important goal for this club to go back to Wembley to to have oh, this day and the chance to win something. Obviously, um, couldn't get better, <laughs> and uh, yeah, these are things what just uh, make you stronger in life. And after that, really lovely insight into what happened in those few weeks. And you, you, sorry, mm. Kat, sorry, Kat, you yeah. didn't have to. You didn't have to. No, go. you, 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 you just blown me away yeah. there. That thank yeah, you for asking that so openly. That's brilliant. Thank yeah. you. You didn't no, have no, to. No, obviously, to that time was like not easy to speak about it, and um, mm. obviously not the easiest period, but. Now we're over it. Um, I think like it's nice as well, like sometimes to open up to speak about yeah. it because um, for me it's as well not always easy to speak about these things. Um, I when think it's, it's like well. quite it's personally, well. yeah. As a supporter, it's often really, really easy to lose sight of the fact that you know a lot. A lot of supporters are very much you're there to entertain me, and that's it. They don't see. Yeah. The, the you know there's emotion yeah but this is why i sometimes like as well like to engage a lot with like supporters even if it's before yeah. the game or after the game like yeah. sometimes if they come nice over and ask me questions then um i give them a nice question or uh, give them an answer or like stay a little bit longer to speak to people because i think sometimes important that as well like the supporters realize that we are just humans as well and exactly. we have the we yeah. have the same feelings so um our there was a time where I saw a few comments and I 
normally would be happy like just to text them back and say like hey let's meet up or like let's have a talk and then we can talk about it like what's going Mm -hmm. on in my life but what's going on in your life as well like i wouldn't say these things uh to you when i knew something is wrong and exactly doesn't matter in in your work life as well you know so um i think this is why yeah it's nice to speak about it as well what you've probably done there catch you without maybe even realizing it is in the future if that happens again without yeah. within our fan, fan base because you've been so open and transparent it yeah. might make people yeah. get the phone and go you know what i might not actually send that now yeah, yeah. yeah. raises like, awareness doesn't it exactly. yeah because like obviously everyone got like his few and things and like like i said like how someone played so it's fair enough to say a few things but if it's stays like professional and stays about the game and sometimes I think it's going like a bit like to bit in the nasty oh, region yeah. where it's like I don't think you have to say these things or like the way no. you're saying it as well like online you know and yeah like funny thing is like there have been so many comments but negative comments I would say but you don't see any of them like when I go like shopping or being in boats and then <laughs> yeah, around, you know, you know, like, it's, like you know like yeah, and so, so but obviously this was a good thing as well because I went out like obviously just normal life everyone can meet me outside and Frederick so so many green. yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. and, um, we know <laughs> yeah there've been like so many positive people yeah. so saying like hey we are not one of them and no this you know you're amazing and what you do and how you play and just like how you've been as a human and obviously there are very gets... small a very small percentage of people who shout very loud and i think that's, yeah yeah no that's but the thing. it was so nice then to see them people as well like in, in the street and just have a small talk to them or like if they just ask for a picture and they're so grateful for this you know um this was helping me 100 percent as well so it was really nice to give them people especially as well something back or you guys, you know, like yeah. will support me through this yeah. time and um, to give them then this nice day in Wembley. The memories that last yeah. for a lifetime. I'm just gonna, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just gonna echo really what what Colin and Ange said. They are absolutely in the minority, and uh, we really appreciate you talking so openly about yeah, you know, nice. what must have been a really difficult time. It's uh, it's really appreciated. It's not often you get that, uh, and it just gives yeah. us an insight into what sort of a character you are, and that's really really appreciated. I think the fact that <laughs> the fact that you're the fact that you're in O'Catcher with us is yeah. it's testament yeah. to that as well, really, because yeah. obviously we were expecting you to be, you know, you give yeah. us an hour of your time. Do you get what I mean? So obviously, it's greatly appreciated. yeah. yeah. Oh, it's no problem. In terms of memories, I've got a little picture. Yeah. You you created this. That's my okay. two-year-old little boy at Wembley. So oh, I'm nice, watching, nice. Watching you just after you scored. So yeah. like, that, that's exactly what you did at Accrington. Yeah, nice. Ah, obviously, this is what, what you play for, to give people nice memories uh, where they can look back and say, like, what the day that was. And um, yeah, happy to give everyone to stay out. So it's like the... So, just bringing it back to fans questions sorry after that <laughs> I lovely heartfelt that, that that lovely heartfelt. no disrespect to the fans but how can you yeah. follow that wow after that absolutely lovely kind of moment we just shared with you daniel would like to know who has the worst haircut in the team. <laughs> 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 worst haircut 
But you're not allowed um, to say John Daddy Babarsen because he got always this nice slick hair back. So, and um, Alice fans. Worst haircut? Um, it's hard to say. May, I don't know. It's maybe not the worst haircut, but I think like Kieran he was not really bothered about his hair. So <laughs> I think he had like maybe haircut every three months. Um, <laughs> uh, because Colin. he wasn't bothered. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, nah, but yeah, Kieran he was like, what a guy he was as well. Kieran Lee. Um, what a player as well. Like, um, yeah, it was, it was really enjoyable to play yeah. with him. Yeah, so on, on, really the quiet. Of, on the subjects of haircuts, Capture, if you were yeah. to leave, I, I, I know a little secret that you um, you go to Pure Silk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my son goes, he's seen you from time to time. What are you gonna ah, do? Okay. Mate Reeves? <laughs> oh, hard, hard. So, obviously, I'm still here, so um, actually, I go there tomorrow, so uh. <laughs> Yeah. Sense now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So maybe I stay here in this area. You never know um, where I end up next. Um, so then just, I still just, can just go make to. Sure you don't join Wigan. Whatever. You do. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I think that I think they have other problems right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well. I mean, I think it's probably worth skipping to the question from Wheat, I reckon. Ben, what do you think, Well, Yes, of course. Uh, we've got, um, so at, at the end of every guest episode, what we do is we get the, the previous guest to ask the next guest a question. Um, okay. So last time, uh, you're in good company. We had David Wheater on the last podcast, okay. uh, and he's left a question for you. Um, now, I wouldn't be expecting... Anything else from from a Mr. David Wheater? But he's asked you um, if you've ever been out in Bolton. What is your favourite pub or club? Oh, wow, this is, this is this is a good question. Now, <laughs> to fair, I, when obviously after we won um, um, the cup, so we came back to Bolton and then we went to a few bars. But I don't even know all the. The names where we went, but there'd be like a few good bars to be fair. We went and um, I think we, how many players we've been like eight players or something. And we went center. out, and, yeah, we if went out was, in if, the town center, yeah. Trev and Connor was there, it'll have been definitely maybe because they were all, yeah, 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 yeah. Trev Connor, was like an there. indie, like an indie yeah. bar, Rico, yeah, Rico was there. Um, so we've been, I think, like in two bars or something, so um. Now, it was really good as well, like to see all the supporters there, just in between them, and just like have some drinks uh, after the after the win. So, um, nah, I think like it was nice because I don't think everyone is like doing this, just like going in the uh, town center and just like uh, have some drinks there with some supporters. So, nah, this was a really good time. Fantastic, uh, and obviously. Wita left you a question, so it's only fair that, that we ask you the same. So if you could ask, we don't know who the next guest yeah. could be, but if you could ask uh, a question to anyone that's sort of in the football business, so what if would you it's, ask them? If it's a player, um, you could ask him, what was the best advice or from who in football? Like, Good question. What he, gave, what he gave to him and what... Yeah, helped him in his career or like in life. That's good. That's that an excellent question. Really good question. 
Uh, you should, you should do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe you have to start now. Yeah. If, if you're if you're struggling to get a team catcher, you can always yeah. you can always stick with us here, mate. There's a space. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe you have to join in here. Always yeah. welcome. Yeah, always really. welcome here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh just before we wrap up, um yeah. we've got a special mention, uh, and we were hoping that you could do uh, our special mention. So if you could give a, a shout out to a little lad called Charlie. So Charlie uh, plays football and uh, he won Best Defender at his end of season awards for oh. the Winwick Wildcats. So if you could just give him a, a little shout out, that'd be great. Oh, hey Charlie, hope you're good. Hope you enjoy this episode here of this podcast. And um, yeah, well done to you win of Best Defender. Keep going and um, put some slide tickets more in there. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> As always, we, we really, really appreciate you coming on and giving us some of your time. No problem um, at all. Obviously, for us, close season is probably quite empty. We've not got much on, but for you, it's, it's just as important to keep going and yeah. keep fit. So we really appreciate you taking some time out for us. Yeah, no problem one, at all. One, we really enjoyed it. Best of luck with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Well, mate. Thank you very much. Well. I will keep Gentlemen. following Bolton for sure. Obviously, the boys, and yeah, hopefully the club have an amazing season next season and can make it in yes. the next season. Absolutely. That is the spirit. Spirit. <laughs> Thank you very much for Thanks, everyone mate. for joining us. We do appreciate it. And uh, that's all for now, but we'll catch you in the next one and we'll see you all shortly. Thank you. Bye-bye.